Apple Pencil Confusion, and the latest edition of the Apple TV. This is Mac Voices. Today's Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices After Dark. Uncensored, off-topic, and always off the wall. Mac Voices After Dark is available as a benefit to our Patreon subscribers. Sign up at patreon.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Still confused about which Apple Pencil will go with which iPad and which Apple Pencil can be charged by which iPad? Me too. The panel tries to straighten me out. Then we dig into the new Apple TV and its new capabilities and its new prices. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. And also the new Apple TV does not come with a cable to charge your your remote. That's USB-C. Because it's USB-C. Yeah, that, yeah. That's stupid. It should that's come almost, with a cable. That's almost Nintendo 64 when I, I bought my son <laughs> a, a console that didn't come with a charger, and that was by design somewhere, and that was insane. Uh, okay, so I'm going to use that as a transition because we are starting to run short on time, and yeah, I definitely wanted well, to get to the Apple TV. Um, because nice. that, you know, that's an interesting some interesting things there, but the most interesting to me was that there's a $20 difference between getting one with an Ethernet port and one without. Yeah, yeah they're really cutting corners well, to, to, to keep the price down. It's the storage because I, when I went and looked at the page for the Apple TV, I feel like the big letters and the little letters on each of the options should have been the opposite because it should have said the 64 gig is the less expensive one and the 128 gig is more expensive and when you buy the one with more storage you get ethernet and there's two things thread Ethernet, thread ethernet and something thread thread Thread. i don't think it calls out thread in in the no it does does it okay yeah yeah that was the thing i I was trying to remember what the other little little so so that i mean that makes sense because that makes sense because there's more that means there are more features on the higher priced ipad Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. except Mega TV, TV. Apple TV. Except oh. the old Apple TV, the low end one had Ethernet and Thread. Yeah. So they removed features. Okay, so I went and looked, and on the store page, when you go to order one, it says Wi-Fi in big letters, and then it says with 64 gig storage, and then the yep. other button says Wi-Fi plus Ethernet with 128 gig storage. And I feel like most people are going to care more about the storage in it than they are whether or not they have an yeah. Ethernet cable. So right. the big letters should be 64 gig and 128 gig. And then underneath that, it should say Wi-Fi or Wi-Fi plus Ethernet. So that's I, I have never, my stance. I've never heard anyone explain any reason why someone would want more storage in an Apple TV. Me too. Uh, I, I can tell you why I need it. And okay. it's because of uh, the number of apps that are downloaded under the Apple TV. And it's and app storage you, space. Yeah. You use, I can't find little, I can't find five apps that I would want to be in at all. Well, when you. when you have multiple people that come over and have and have a wide taste in games that they want to play, <laughs> you end up with a bunch of games installed on your on your Apple TV, Bravo, and the extra storage yeah. is more than thirty two gigabytes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I and, I'm using about fifty gig on my Apple TV, and then the DLC for you know you get the the karaoke app and you got to download all the songs for it. I've heard. So somewhere. I, I've, I've never pushed the the edge of my Apple TV in that regard, Jeff. I guess because I don't download games. Is there a way for you to manage the storage 
on the Apple TV? Delete apps out. It's oh, first yeah. in, first out. Okay, there you go. I mean, I haven't one. I haven't maxed my storage yet, so I hadn't really thought about it yet. But yeah, there you go. Okay, that I mean that would really tick me off if somebody came over and downloaded a karaoke app and bumped my my YouTube app. Out. <laughs> no, you, you could delete it. There's, there's, it's not forever, unfortunately. Well, it's not forever, app. but you know that that seems to be. Hold on, know, let I mean, me that, set a reminder not to download the karaoke app on Chuck's Apple TV next time I'm at his house. Yeah, really. In other words, do that. <laughs> yes. I, I had no Don't idea there was one, and now I learned something, and now I have plans for the weekend. So there are awesome. several. I look this forward we, to a full we do report. Have, so we have a karaoke machine. Can you come? Well, I'll, we'll talk later. Can you combine them? Because that depends on the machine. I think there's okay. I think there's a companion for one of them, but I'm not entirely certain. Because these YouTube, you search YouTube for karaoke, and it's it's it's, it's hit or miss wild west out there. So. Karaoke is hit or miss. Nah, not a, not when my in-laws come over. It's always miss. <laughs> uh, oh, and yeah, a miss no, is as good as a mile. But we have already, fun singing. We've already talked about Warren's wife. We're not going to do his in-laws. No, forget it. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> let me tell you Apple, about my in-laws, please. No. Yeah. Um, Apple TV apps are limited to 200 megabytes. So um, even a 32 gigabyte one, should be able to go over 100 apps. And well, now they're doing now they're doing 64 and 128. Yeah, but you can download like um training videos and stuff, you can download those mm -hmm. to the TV and those take wow. up space. So do the How do you get those off? Cuz I, I there's a file that you could delete an app but there's no file manager for it. Mm -mm. And there's um, uh, like the screensavers are another thing that take up a lot of space. And if you have a 4K uh, and you tell it, yes, please give uh -huh. me the 4K screensavers, then, you know, that's a chunk. So, yeah, there are a lot so of ways any... you can run up the storage on an Apple TV. So given everything we've said here about storage and the Ethernet port, I mean, the thread is obviously, you know, that's that's a feature that probably will become more important over time. But does anybody feel compelled at this point to upgrade their Apple TV? Is it something yeah. that they, they feel do. like they need to do? Really? I've, I've, got, I've got a uh, an older uh, pre, I think it's an Apple TV HD. I can't even remember what the model number is anymore. Uh, probably four to five years old. And uh, I'll probably switch out the one that I have in the bedroom with the first gen Apple 4k I have downstairs and give myself in the, in the, in the, on the big screen, big TV screen, uh, the, a new one. And I would get the, the one with more storage and thread and ethernet. Cause I have a, I have a router that's like right there by the TV set. Cause mm -hmm. sometimes when my kids come home, uh, they'll, he'll in my, my son, Peter will invite all of his friends that still live in the area and they'll be up until two in the morning playing various video games. So they'll just hook up, they'll bring their consoles over and just hook up their consoles right to their router. Mm -hmm. So there's a router there. Last week, Amazon was selling, um, the 4Ks for $109. Yeah, I bought it. And, mm -hmm. and I bought one. And then today I'm like, oh, well, but now I'm thinking like, oh, that I'm pretty happy with that. It's still 
20 still bucks great, cheaper. It's still a great little it's machine. Got, it's got it's got Ethernet and thread. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even have a 4K TV, so the remote's not a big deal. I don't I never use my remote. I always use my phone. Always. When, so the no charger for a remote would be I, I'm pretty sure my remote now doesn't even have a charge because for, I haven't touched it. For anybody yet. who doesn't have a new Apple TV remote, uh it, you know, it might be worth upgrading just to get that because it's yeah. so much better. Number one. Number two, that too. Great. You know what? You can buy the remote and B, I yeah. have the old remote and I use it every day and it's fine. I just bought like a $6 silicon case, um, which thickens it up enough and also makes it asymmetrical. Mm-hmm. So I have no problem with the old one. People, I know everybody, I'm like something wrong with me because everybody else is like, that's the worst thing ever. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with it. It's fine. I use it all the time. I think without, before I got that silicon cover, yeah, I would always pick it up backwards and stuff like that. That's the problem. But once I I got the silicon cover, it's, the the cover doesn't cover the part with the touch. So it's instantly obvious. That um, made mine I, suck less. Also, mine the, glows in the dark, which is you know what the biggest thing they did with the new one was they made it thinner and fanless because I was sick of carrying my Apple TV on my shoulder, and I'm glad it's thinner. <laughs> I, I thought you meant. <laughs> I thought you meant. I thought you meant the remote for a minute. And I was like, no, 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 see, that would have been funny. That'd be funny. Yeah. No, no. Apple, <laughs> that was a story. Did you see the story? The story says the new Apple TV. Is twenty percent thinner? It's on Mac rumors. It weighs half as much too. Yeah, yeah. It's like, lighter. But how? 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 Which I'm, which who, I'm not sure is good. The, the thing could be that my Apple TV could be five times the size, and it wouldn't. I wouldn't even know or. Well, care. this is this is the same thing <laughs> well, with like the the twenty-seven inch IMAX. Yeah. They made well, we made the IMAX so much thinner that you could slice cheese with it. It's like, it's a desktop <laughs> computer. Who cares? Well, you move that. You do move that a little bit more. Man, yeah, you might move that. People a little do bit make more. sticks that plug into uh, HDMI ports, which you know that could be kind of I mean, cool if they went. Are we to that well, point? I have a Why like, isn't Apple in the stick is, game? This is yeah, the thing I, that I've wondered about the Apple TV forever. I got a fifty dollar like, Roku right here. Fifty dollar Roku HD. Yeah. Um, and it's HD. Uh, it's four K Ashley, and it's yeah. tiny and. It's, I got a stream, a screaming deal on a Roku stick, a 4K Roku stick. Me too. It's Um, like 40 something bucks. Yeah. I got like a $25 Amazon Fire TV 4K stick because I need to keep up on technology. So I needed one for science, right? Science. And and, uh, we got a 4K TV last year. So I upgraded one Apple TV and the oldest one. That was basically just an airplay conduit at that point because it didn't do anything else didn't even have an app store that one finally left and so now i have uh one apple tv for each of the televisions at my house which is which is nice because i like to be able to have the the streaming and the airplay um and somebody asked me recently why would i why would i buy an apple tv for all that money when my smart tv does all the same things and I, but I feel like it's a valid question because a lot of people don't care about, you know, the data, right? They don't care that the business model is to scrape all of your viewing habits because they're already telling the A lady their deepest, darkest secrets anyway, yep. or wait, they wait, have wait. a Can, ring if or, you open up or Nef- whatever. If you open up Netflix on your smart TV compared to opening it up on your Apple TV, is there mm-hmm. any privacy difference at all going on there? Yes. 
because nice. Samsung or whoever makes your smart TV, uh, Samsung LG, and there's one more that I can't think of right now, but they're like, yeah, it's called all three. of them. <laughs> uh, so, wait, rest. They, so they're tapping into Netflix to see my viewing. No, so, no, no, no. They, they know what you're selecting on Netflix because it's going through their little, app. their little box, their little computer that's there on the TV set that holds all the so apps. So they're yeah. tapping into Netflix, they're hacking into Netflix to see. No, it's want. not a hack. No, it's not a hack. No, no. Okay. And then, by installing and then, it on on that TV or use by installing the TV app or using the app that's installed on your TV, you are giving the manufacturer of that TV permission to mine all of that stuff. data about all of your viewing habits and when you watch and what you watch and how many times app? you watched it. Yeah. You sure about like so is, yeah. is it like the yes. same with a browser? Like if I open up a Chrome browser versus a Safari if you browser have a and watch Chrome browser Netflix. on your TV, then yeah. No, I'm talking on my computer. If I'm watching Netflix no. in a browser. So if I open up a Chrome browser, watch Netflix compared to opening up a Safari browser, watch Netflix, is there a difference in privacy there? Because it's the same concept. It's a wrapper. It's a system going into the app. That's well, if you're on a Mac, Apple doesn't care. So Apple's not paying attention. <clears throat> Google might. Chrome may be collecting more data about right. your usage uh, as a Google thing, but I cannot say definitively that's what's happening. It might just be they know how much time you have a Netflix tab open and how much time it's playing, but they may not know what the shows are or anything. Right, the TV watched, absolutely does. The TVs I all know I all of that Netflix on my, you know, so my Samsung, I click the Netflix mm -hmm. button and I go and... Then know. Samsung knows how many times you watched that cheerleading show, Warren. That's right. When you went and over to Cinemax, they know. And they what is know. Samsung going to do about it? Samsung's going to send me something? They're not going to like... send you anything. They're going to send your data to other companies who are using that data to find out how to market to people who watch the Great British Bake Off every night at midnight or whatever. So oh, that's probably a good thing. I probably would like muffins at midnight if that's what I'm watching. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is Midnight that, is Cinemax. That's a different show. Yeah. And, yeah. and this this is the thing that bugs me about, about the marketing and the understanding of things. That, you know, the my, my two questions are, and one of them is privacy. The second one is just the experience. You know, which mm -hmm. which experience? Now I've got a Roku TV, I've got an Amazon Fire TV, and I've got my Apple TV. And as much I I, I prefer, I think the I know I prefer the Apple TV. You know, the Roku and the Amazon have their advantages, but, you know, and, and listen, I'm still getting to the same content, basically, you know, mm -hmm. from from all three. It's just a matter of how do I get there and how much hassle is it? And so, you know, that's something that I and I don't think people look at that. I think they've TV has become such a commodity and the whole viewing experience, especially with streaming, has been become such a commodity mm -hmm. that people ov overlook, you know, the those little things that annoy the daylights out of out of all of us and i think annoy them but they just kind of accept it as all you know sort yeah. of like windows like I said I mean, last week, like honestly I said last streaming week, I was to streaming is still a mess it, it's like, still a yeah. mess but like i said last week i tried to watch the show once with my wife on apple tv and it didn't it, it was broken it wasn't it wouldn't play it no matter what we did and then the only thing that played it was uh like the amazon stick so well, you know, you, you say, you know, annoyances and interface and things like these are, you know, these are computers that are going to do computer things. And, you know, the fact that I had an alternative to watch the, for all mankind on a different system was good. Right. Because, you know, we were able to watch it. Well, um, yeah, but that doesn't mean necessarily, Warren, that I mean, it, 
that's that's an idiosyncratic thing that you had happen and i'm not blaming you or or your hardware or anything it's just you know you're one person when well, it starts being experience, a, and i had to have that experience on you you, know, you had that experience said, but the, the roco box never failed so i mean yeah again it's and, an experience I, and that's my experience sure, sure and that's your experience and and so you know why we you know that's the geek in us we want to know yeah. why it happened and what the situation <clears> is Dave, I'm going to give you the final word on this, and then we're going to get out of here because we're, we're well yeah. over time. Um, I agree with you on the fact that the Apple TV has a better better uh, experience out of all the things. I have Roku, I have Fire Stick, I have Google TV. I've tried it all, and I think Apple TV has got the best comment. I wanted to go back to this real quick about the pricing. You know, Apple TV has always been very high priced. We always yes. started $149, dollars $199. So um, Apple tend to have priced themselves out of the market for a long time when they had these devices and people were like, okay, I can get a $30 Roku. So there's, there's, there's one of the things that I think that they've become this advantage now. They've, they've now put the price at a lower price of $129 for mm -hmm. that 64 gig. I think that that's a good, good point where it's going to fit nicely with people who are buying that. I think they got. I think they got enticed. People with Amazon, all those, uh, all those uh, shops were selling the uh, the 2021 model for two, 109, cheapest you ever found an Apple TV. So, there, there. I'm very happy to see that Apple's done this because uh, I think the the pricing was always a bit a bit of a challenge for anybody to. Because even when I try to sell it to my family, I said, "Hey, you you want to get Apple TV? Oh, that's 149 bucks. You got to buy. Nah, I can buy a Roku for 40 or 50 bucks. I, I'm, I'm fine with that." So. And so, so I'm thinking I'm seeing I'm seeing I'm seeing this 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 decision of the pricing changes and and then Apple decide to cut the corners you know you if you want it you want more capacity then you you pay extra twenty bucks so you get the one twenty eight and get the Ethernet so this edition of Mac Voices is supported by our Patreon subscribers and Mac Voices After Dark ever wonder what happens before the Mac Voices live shows or what happens when the show ends or after the live feed closes that's where Mac Voices After Dark comes in. If you are a Patreon supporter at any level, you get access to the video of our off-camera conversations. Uncensored, unedited, and always off the wall. It's a small thank you to our Patreon supporters who want to peek behind the curtain. Become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash macvoices. And thanks to everyone who supports the show. I'm not saying it shouldn't be expensive. It shouldn't be spendier to get the whole box, but I really, really, really wish that Apple would compete in the market where a lot of people are paying attention. And that's the stick. It's not the, I mean, ask Roku how many sticks they sell versus how many little boxes right. that you have to hook up to yeah. the TV. Cause when you've got the thin TV that hangs on the wall, where are you going to put an Apple TV in that? Right? Like it's weird. Right. You have to go go on Amazon and find a whole nother thing that isn't going to fall off when the TV gets warm and stick the Apple TV in the back. And it's a whole situation. Instead of having right. a whole situation, why don't you just, right in the side of the TV and move on with your life. You know, the stick and the remote can be the same size. My Roku is the, my Roku stick is the same size right. as the Roku remote. It would be fine. And you could still give me that great experience, maybe a little less storage. So I can't play so many games. There's no karaoke app on my Apple TV stick, but I know Deal that breaker. I'm getting all the, well, maybe, <laughs> but I have the, I have the whole one in the closet behind me. So it's totally fine. But because Apple you know, canceled just, two devices that are the same category that one doesn't do what the other one could do. I just, but I, there's yeah. no, there's no stick at all. And that's, and like, if Apple really wants to compete for the, the acreage in streaming in that streaming market, like, you know, they would make, have it to come a, out. make it a 60 or $80 stick 
but make it would a be stick. a new OS. They wouldn't need to write an OS for it because it can't it can't be TVOS right. because it it yeah, wouldn't it do TVOS stuff. Sure. Did, could. You, did you stick Not it? If it does have storage, calendar. you can't. Most of it, it can't. It does for twenty dollars more, Chuck. Yeah. See, that's. I mean, you know, this is where we get into it, and then and then we're gonna yeah. wrap this up. Because I tried to give the, the the final word and it didn't happen. So I tried. Um, yeah, I know, David. Thank you. Um, but you know, this is what drives me crazy. You, you, Kelly, and nobody else are comparing apples to apples to apples. You know, it's like well, you, it's stick. Well, but for twenty dollars more, I can get Ethernet, well, and then for a little more, I can get this, and then for twenty dollars more, I can get Thread. I was and joking it, about about oh, I know. Ethernet. There should not be there should not be Thread. There should not be Ethernet. But where most people are competing, the decision that they're making. Apple never comes into that conversation. It's do I buy the $40 Amazon thingy or do I buy the $40 Roku thingy? Because I want a little tiny thing that I poke into the side of my TV, the end. I don't want a whole box that I have to figure out what to do with. I don't need it to have Ethernet. Just in the side, move on with your day. And most people are making that decision based on Amazon's is $25 right now instead of the $45 for the Roku. So I'm buying a Fire TV or... The Fire TV and, for once is not Chuck, on sale. The Roku's twenty five bucks. I'm buying Chuck, one of those. Chuck, you say they, they add this, add that, but I mean they they took away the did they take away Homebridge or something? It can't be a hub anymore. Okay. Uh, a home, uh, so no, the Apple TV used to be, as far as I know, they, there was an article that they took it away. Um, they, it used to be able to act as a hub uh, for HomeKit, a resident um, device just, that sits on your network to be the home hub. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. so, so that was it, and an iPad, if I'm correct, and a yeah. and a HomePod were the three things that could act as a as a hub for HomeKit mm-hmm. devices. So right. you could see your stuff when you're not home, which is good. Um, which is why I had the Apple TV in the first place, actually, at the beach house, so I could have a, a hub there. Um, but they took that away too, right? I think the new ones they started to take that away too. Um, so I mean, they're. The point is they're really missing opportunities with all this power on this device. I would have a million of them if they were functioning like uh, like hubs for smart home. Uh, but the Amazon started putting mesh routers in one of their things this week. Uh, hey. uh, uh, right? Uh, one of our devices, I, start, I think it was the... Uh, they put euros in one of their uh, their home devices, Ex- smart ext- devices, extenders. Yeah, in, yeah, in so some of the euros. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, to to make a HomePod Mini or an Apple TV with a mesh radio in there and could do the HomePod Mini has awesome. that. It's a thread device. It's a you can have it be a thread resident thread device on your network. No, not a thread device. A, a mesh radio, a Wi-Fi radio. Extender. Oh yeah, it doesn't but, do. Yeah, yeah, it's not a route. No, no, but it should be because that's what Amazon did something like that too, and that's a great idea. And I said it before, right? Because you, if you have three of these things, you could get that instead of an Eero, and that would be, you know, the same concept. Um, okay, but, hey, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up because we're we're past time. But um, I am no, by gosh, I'm giving Cletus the last word. All right, Cletus <laughs> points out that the Apple TV um is, uh, is has hard, faster hardware. So great point, yeah, Cletus. No, yes. Not. Nobody say nothing. <laughs> we're, we're out of here. Um, let's go around the room, let folks know where they can find you, and we'll go from there. This time we'll start uh, in the corner of the Angels with David Ginsburg. David, where can we find you? 
Find me at in touch with iOS, in touch with iOS.com. Uh, this week I have to record uh, on a Friday afternoon with uh, some work obligations, but uh, uh, come come check us out. And uh, on YouTube channel, youtube.com slash in touch with iOS. I'm on the Mac show on Fridays. And uh, my Twitter handle is DaveG65 and in touch with iOS. Great. Thank you, David. Thank you. Mr. Eric Bolden, thank you so much for being here. Um, you, you were You were quiet tonight, but I can understand why. Um, where, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, EA Bolden on Twitter or EA Bolden at Mac.com. Great. Thank you. Jim Ray, you were kind of quiet tonight, too. It's a big panel. I'll let other people. Okay. Well, okay. So, well, for the folks that didn't get to hear you but now, this but time. But now that you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> Where I want to talk you, about the iPad now. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you, Jim? Uh, at uh, ProView.com, P-R-O-V-U-E, or also at ProViewJim on Twitter. Thank you, sir. Warren Sklar, who is playing with his keyboard. Where can we find you? Figuratively. Um, I could be uh, <laughs> uh here with you uh sometimes with dave but not this week because of uh scheduling um you know basement and um thanks for having me thank you sir jeff gamut thank you for uh your wisdom and your research as always we're we're, we're gonna name you the mac voices scholar i think at some point <laughs> um director of research folks? yeah there, there you go <laughs> i like that web uh d-o-r yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I, we're, go, Jeff. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry. I uh, I haven't um, uh, com completed my research on to uh, which um, uh, Apple TV models support uh, HomeKit and Actus Bridges. Uh, as far as I can tell, um, Apple TV HD and newer are all HomeKit bridges, but uh, I haven't confirmed that yet. Um, anyhow, yeah, you want to know where to find me, right? Um, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Jay Gamut, uh, everywhere, uh, here on most Tuesdays, most Thursdays on in touch with iOS with, with Dave and, um, and Warren, and then, uh, Thursdays on the big show, Fridays on the Mac show, and then on the context machine, because Brandon Chaffin and I apparently can't get enough of each other. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. <laughs> oh, but you did. I, I do now. I do now. <laughs> Guy Searle, thank you for being hey. here. You and your cheap mic. What's the My best cheap place mic. to find it's, you? It's still here. You can find me over at the MyMac.com podcast that I do with Gazmaz, as I have for the last 12 or 13 years. There's Guy's Daily Drive, where I drive to work in my car and talk about stuff live, live casting in my car. Yeah, I'm, I don't quite get it either. Uh, you can also find me on the Twitters. I am MacParrot or VertShark. Uh, VertShark.com is the website. Uh, what else? Um, yeah, that, that, that'll do it. I think that's good enough. Okay. Well, that'll, that'll get them started, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then work yeah. your way through there from there. All right. Thanks for being here, Guy. Thank you. Ms. Gumont, uh, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me at my new website, derailingchuckjoiner.com. Uh, 
I thought Jeff had that domain. <laughs> no, Jeff's is no. 321 underpants.com. Oh, dot com. Dot com. Dot org. Uh, <laughs> dot, dot org, because really it's 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 a service. Um, it is. It, it really uh, is. Yeah. You can apparently also find him at underpantsasaservice.com. Um, <laughs> we're after dark now, right? Oh, not, yet. Okay. not yet. Well, that's awkward. Um, <laughs> you can find me. Uh, sometimes you can find me here uh, when I'm uh, not having to mute and cough my fool head off. Uh, the rest of the time you can find me over at The Incomparable, where I host a show called Greetings from the Uncanny Valley about Westworld with Don Melton. And you can also find me over there on I Want My MCU TV, where Don, Lisa Schmeiser, Nathan Alderman and Alderman and myself talk about the latest thing, the latest Marvel Cinematic Universe Entertainment Unit from Disney Plus. Uh, sometimes if I'm looking at my screen and trying to procrastinate something else, then you can find me on Twitter as Verso, sometimes on Instagram, which is the thing I still sometimes do. Uh, mostly you can find me on Glass, where I'm trying to post more things. And uh, the rest of the time, I'm probably uh, trying to do everything in my power to keep Chuck off topic. I'm Chuck Joyner, and I have a variety of websites, but I can't describe them because they apply to certain members of the panel. <laughs> Web Bixby. <laughs> Web, you didn't get a word in edgewise tonight. I'm sorry, but. but oh, that's okay. Time, that's okay. Um, next time we'll do a feature with you. How's that? Oh, no, you won't. <laughs> I'll get a note from my mom. You won't do that. So, uh, anyway, no, uh, you can find me at uh, uh, Facebook. Uh, web bixby uh twitter web bixby one word uh facebook web bixby two words um and that's about it thank you web thank you web you said keep so, it short i did so. yeah, i appreciate it hey and so next week it will be mac voices live tuesday nights featuring web bixby yeah right <laughs> yeah <laughs> folks i'm chuck joiner this is <laughs> yeah right me me neither actually um, this is Mac Voices Live. We do this Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we'd love to have you join us, uh, as some of the folks did in the chat room, and I really appreciate them being here every week. It's it's always a blast. Um, I think this week they were, eh, they were a little quiet, but I just think they couldn't believe their eyes and ears is what really happened here. Um, it was a little nuts. Yeah, a little. A little. little, little bit. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> With that... I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices Live. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.